0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the authentic podcast. We are back for another episode. We got episode four here. Say what's up to the people, Mitch.
1: Guys, it's a long time coming. How are we doing? We're back, we're here. We're excited to be, you know, um on the, all these, you know, virtual platforms to get our message out to you and uh I think this episode is going to be a really good one. Lorenzo can tell us about what we're going to be talking about today, my dude.
0: Yes, sir. We are talking about building relationships. Uh, and the key to building relationships, we want to first talk about um, being self-aware. You know, what does that term self-awareness mean, Mitch?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, you hit it on the head right there. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, the bottom line is to be self-aware is to be kind of vulnerable. Um and to really understand, hey, what am I good at and what am I bad at? But in life, to you know, change and develop yourself, you have to hone in on the things that you need improvement on. So to be self-aware and to understand that you need to work on some qualities and traits. And when you run into other people that are in your mastermind group, people you work with and you like and you hang out with, you say, hey, these traits are valuable and these traits really work for this guy well, I think I'm going to really mirror those traits from them and embed them into my own life and use them, you know, as I move forward through life.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Um, And it's, uh, it's a, and it's a lot more, you know, delving more into, you know, who you are as a person. Everyone can say when they go to a, a, uh, an interview like oh what's your what's your weakness uh, I'm a perfectionist like I hear that all the time like that are you really yep. a perfectionist or is he just saying saying trying to make something up like wouldn't you really like figure out what what are you good at and what what do you need to develop on it's, it's uh and yeah. I think relationships you can really find out who a person is by talking to them but you know and that's that's what we want to talk about today. You know what? Yeah, and I feel like when you're you more
1: honest, with like you said about it, mm-hmm. you're gonna be able to truly grow. So,
0: right, be authentic with yourself. Yeah, so it's where it starts. And then uh, uh, we're gonna talk about you know the skills and traits. What is it? What does it take to you know build not only build but maintain relationships? Because that's that's a key for any um, area of your life, for professionally, um, you know, for, it, for personal life you know you want to build those relationships but not only build them you want to maintain them so uh we're going to start with uh, a good first impression uh how, how are you gonna how are you being perceived and what value can you add uh Mitch can you talk about that real quick
1: yeah i mean um for me a good first impression is definitely um the most important step to building upon you know that relationship it kind of sets the foundation for you to move forward. And, uh, you know, for me, it's kind of really understanding the person I'm around. And, uh, you know, Jim Brown said, when you're talking to somebody, you have to make up deposits into their emotional bank account. And what that means is basically when I'm talking to somebody, you know, I'm in the moment I'm listening to them and I'm saying positive com- com- comments to them, uplifting them and just really hearing them out and understanding their common likes and interests and reiterating that back to them so it says I'm here and I'm listening to you uh, and it really forms common ground because it's human nature when you form common ground in a relationship it really will you know make that relationship um, a lot more stronger and build a lot more trust so that's why I think where the first impression kind of comes in for me Um, how about you Lorenzo?
0: For me, it has to do with a lot of energy. You know, um, when I meet someone, I can right off the bat, if they're smiling, you know, they're you know, there's just that energy about them. That, you know, they're upbeat. Um, you know, you shake their hand. We can't shake hands right now, so we'll do an air air bump. You know, <laughs> while you're wearing your mask and everything. But uh, yeah, the the energy you can feel it. You can pick up the vibe. You you know you have either a connection or. Um, it's or you're not feeling it, you know, and that's, that's where the first impression comes in. Yeah. And if it's, uh, if it's personally, you know, it's, it's all about, I love that follow-up, that the follow-up text message, like, oh man, it's, it's dope, nice to meet you. Uh, you know, maybe we can link up sometime or talk about something else, go grab some coffee. That follow-up is very key uh, to show that, you know, you're interested or you're building that relationship. Uh, for professionally-wise, it's that follow-up email, so, hey you know that was really cool talking to you um i'd love to pick your brain on what you think about this and that and when you really ask people questions they love to give their advice they love to tell you what they know um
1: yeah because you know. everybody likes talking about themselves right it's human nature mm-hmm. right so if you can avoid that and let them you know take the realm on just kind of talking about themselves it's, it's definitely a good value add to and like i said take an initiative right texting them, calling them, emailing them, that, you know, shows a lot of value to that person you're building a relationship to. So it's perfect. Now we're
0: going to talk about uh, this this phrase of me and Mitch were talking about um, before we started this, and it's it's called out of sight, out of mind, and how it correlates to the touch campaign and um, how to become visible. And what does that mean, the out of sight, being out of sight, out of mind?
1: Yep. I mean, I love this concept, right? Out of sight, out of mind. If you really think about it, you know, it's kind of some common sense for me, you know, the more you're in front of somebody, the more interactions you have, the more that they're going to, you know, be embedded into their mind, into the memory and, you know, think of you. And when you're not in front of somebody, you're not making the initiative to reach out to them, they're going to put you on that back burner and forget about you. So for me, I call, you know, kind of the data collection period or that touch campaign Mm -hmm. where, for me, when I form relationships with CPAs, the partners I work with in my job, it takes about 12 to 13 touches. But wow. starting off with a phone call, hey Jim, I'm gonna be in the territory. Can I stop by and, and that's drop that's off?
0: That's a email touch. Up? A phone call is a touch. email's is a touch. What yeah. else? I stop what by, I drop
1: off some magazines, some food for you guys, and you know, stop by. And then the follow-up email, hey Joe, thank you for having me, um, mm-hmm. and then invite them to a networking event. Right, get mm-hmm. them connected to other people, and you know, meet them to your network and your group of friends. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, you're vulnerable and letting them know, you know, who you are and who you hang out with. And just, you know, after that, take them out to dinner. So you're taking the initiative to be in front of them and letting them know, hey, I'm here for you. I care about you and I want to, you know, bring this to the next level. And when you build rapport with somebody and at this point, after the multiple touches, you know them enough to where you can mirror back, you know, the common likes and interests they have and, you know, kind of say that back to them. And it's really bringing in that relationship to that rapport area where you can just truly understand who they are and what they're about and, you know, continue to build some common ground with them. So that's my kind of take on that. And um, it definitely works in my job and it goes a long way. I How want to ask you, you
0: this. I want to ask you this. Yes. Um, you know, you have those times where you you talk to someone and you have like a lot of common interests. but what happens when you're when you're talking to someone, you're out to dinner, you taking you're trying to build that rapport and you have absolutely nothing in common. Um, how do you end up building that uh, relationship?
1: Yeah, I mean that happens all the time, right? So that's where I still use that marrying phase where I keep mm-hmm. asking question after question after question. Mm-hmm. And digging something you know out of there at least because at the end of the day, people still have personalized. So, you know, if they're married, hey, how are your kids? Everyone loves Mm -hmm. to talk about their kids, who they're married to, if they have Mm -hmm. any dogs. At the end of the day, there's still going to be something for you to talk about. Because everyone, you know, loves to talk about themselves and their family and, you know, what their kids are doing. Oh, my kid just graduated here. And they'll talk to you for an hour, an hour and a half, two (laughs) hours about their family and what the kids are doing. You know, they have new nephew on the way, new nieces, new Mm grandchildren. So if you can just go to the family aspect of it and personal life, it can kind of save you and take that relationship to the next level and kind of save yourself
0: yeah i love that i love how you said ask question after question after question and it's not just about asking questions though but you're you're showing interest you're 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 smiling your body language you're all you're you're using all of that that's huge too
1: right like you said you know look in the eye good healthy eye contact mm -hmm. so
0: yeah all that that helps
1: what's your take on it for you
0: I agree. And all of that, all of the, it's a combination of things, you know, you can't just, it's not a, a, a all one size fits all approach. You got to, you know, find out what works for you, um, in your area in your work aspect or your personal life. Uh, for me, what works for me is smiling. I'm always smiling. I got, you know, a big smile on my face, you know, what's not to smile about, you know, uh, let's, you know, showing that good energy. Uh, I'm nodding my head constantly when, I t- when they're talking, I'm showing that I'm listening. i mirroring back to them what they said. Oh yeah, you did that. Oh, that's pretty cool. I do something like that too. Or I know someone who is similar, th- does what you do. Uh, yeah, or me- that's pretty awesome. You know, common interest, building that relationship, building that trust and uh, um being confident you know there's nothing uh everybody loves confidence whether yeah. it's you're, talking to, you're talking to a girl or, <laughs> or you're talking to someone that's potentially looking to hire someone you're showing that you're exuding that confidence and, along with the combination of the energy Yeah, i, mean, that's,
1: and, I think so. body language is huge as well right mm-hmm. how you carry yourself in every way mm-hmm. like that too mm-hmm.
0: exactly uh so then so First, so we got to uh, that good first impression Then we talked about the out of sight, out of mind, um, which I love because it can apply to, you know, when you're trying to break a bad habit, you know, if you're trying to break a bad habit, you want to keep the things that are yeah. um, triggering you out of sight because if they're out of sight, you're, you're not about that it. risk
1: factor. To- exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, okay. And then, the then we talked about. staring just- at me
1: for an hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, then we, uh, you know, talked about showing interest. So, how do we maintain that relationship? How do we build upon that and solidifying that relationship? Mitch.
1: Yeah, um, this is one of my favorite parts to solidifying it. For me, when it comes to my job, um, you know, once I build that report, we, you know, we've had those multiple touch campaigns, um, you know, embedded into the process. It gets to the point where that person will start you an opportunity, whether it be a personal opportunity financial opportunity or even a professional one right it, it can vary it's really universal but they're gonna say hey you know what this kid's you know took initiative you know i've met with them you know multiple times i'm gonna throw him this opportunity throw him a bone in the way and you know and say hey you know you know prove yourself right and that comes down to like we we're talking about the rinzo is is tr- when they give you that opportunity don't just be arrogant and just run off with it really sit down with them and say, Hey, this is the things that I can do and I can't mm-hmm. do. And if I truly can't service you in this opportunity in the correct way, I'm gonna find another solution for you. You know, that will cause at the end of the day they're sticking their neck out um, for us. And that shows that, you know, we're taking the initiative to say that we truly care about them and, and the opportunity they're thrown at us. Cause that will go a longer way than us just trying to sell a deal. Yeah. and just then eventually just lose a relationship down the road so it's a long-term goal in a way
0: mm-hmm.
1: so how about love yourself that. what do you kind of think about that
0: yeah um i love you know being honest with yourself being honest with with the, the person as well because you you can sometimes we get too busy and we stretch ourselves out further than what we can deliver on and the main thing is delivering upon that opportunity So someone gives you that opportunity they're they're risking either themselves um, or they're being vulnerable uh, or they're putting their neck out for you you know in the interest of helping you so now you got to deliver and if you don't think you could deliver you got to be honest be honest with yourself be honest with that person like you know honestly I would love to do something like that I would love to take this on but uh, I think I'm kind of stretched out you know I'm taking more than my bandwidth right now yeah exactly and you don't want to stress yourself out because if you don't deliver, then you're then you're hurting trust. You're hurting yeah. the opportunity. You're, and then it's hard to come back from that.
1: You're gonna dig yourself in a hole that you can't get
0: out of. Right. So I think solidifying that relationship is being committed, um, and then showing that you can commit, and showing that you can deliver, and showing you can be you know on time and you know with that person. So then that way it builds the relationship, and it doesn't and that's how you maintain it and i really think it works in your personal life and you know with your manager where you want to go um if you know someone that doesn't work in your core group is reaching out to you you want to show that hey this is this is what i can do and i can do more and then yeah. then they they you know they give you a little and then you give they give you more
1: Yep, exactly. Once you prove yourself in that first opportunity, you know, it opens up a whole new amount of doors that you can, you know, take advantage of. So definitely very valuable.
0: Absolutely. All right. That's uh, pretty much wraps it up for uh, episode four. Um, Hope you guys are following us on Facebook and Instagram live. slide through our DMs, ask us a question question, um, about, you know, how do you build, maintain, or, you know, maybe what do you guys want to hear next? You know, what's, what's the next topic we should talk about being authentic. Um, We want to hear from you guys.
1: Yes, sir. I'm excited. You guys take this with you into your real life. I think it's going to be really valuable. And we also, you know, learn something from each other on this episode as well. So yeah, looking forward to the next one, guys.
0: All right. So next one. Peace.